episode 27. Saving money is not earning money. You're listening to the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness. Please remember to leave a review and share with all your friends and family. And here is your host, Lars Hilser. Holy shit, sorry. <clears throat> Got stuck on my water. <laughs> good morning, good evening, good night, friends. And uh, hello to the very best podcast in the world. Uh, we're on episode 27. And today is about saving money, as promised, uh, and why that is not equaling earning money. Was that proper English? I know. Uh, saving money is not earning money. That's the name of the show. And yesterday, I forgot to ask you how the exercise went and whether your brain is free. Uh, I got some comments over the weekend uh, telling me that uh, the idea was good, <laughs> the plan was good, the execution was shit. So uh, there are obviously some problems I'm trying to work out and perhaps in uh, a week or two or three, <clears throat> sorry, we'll do a follow-up episode on that. Now, uh, we are here today on saving money, being cheap, being frugal. I uh, don't know what the term is. And there's a thin line which, I don't know, I guess it was mainly my gut feeling that made me feel uncomfortable. For instance, with uh, my boss uh, in during my vocational training, uh, he was insane at trying to save money while on the other hand, throwing it out the window in weird ways. For instance, uh, we had um, mailings that we did ourselves. We enveloped ourselves. And guess who was the asshole who put the letters in the envelopes? Uh, and um, Many moons ago, before the many moons that have passed since my vocational training, uh, the dude had obviously purchased, I don't know, a pallet of envelopes that, uh, you know, the self-sticky ones, which over time inevitably go bad. Well, number one, they, start, they stop having their stickiness, so you have to use scotch tape to close them. And number two, the part that was this self-adhesive thing, when you put them together, that gets this stingy yellow color. <laughs> and besides that, the logo of the company where I did my vocational training had changed in the probably 150 years <laughs> since he had bought the envelopes. So when you send out a, a, a letter in an envelope like that, and you're the customer getting the envelope, and an envelope costs, I don't know, 10 cents, maybe, uh, and you open this envelope, this uh, scotch tape sealed yellow icky envelope, which used to be white, uh, it's like ick. And I felt uncomfortable always. Uh, and I dared to express this to him when I got a pep talk about how saving money was a good thing. And uh, 
he didn't even acknowledge that it was a mistake to buy, I don't know what, what it was, 100,000 envelopes or something. So um, long story short, but the list goes on. This dude was insanely cool. So in summer, uh, while we were sitting in the office, uh, the office was facing south. So uh, we were sitting behind single-plated glass that was, I don't know, probably two meters by four to six meters. So we were in the scorching sun all day long in this, I don't know how to describe this, you know, like these 60s kind of windows with the aluminum frame. Uh, imagine that. And you're sitting in that single plated glass, you're heating up. And then when it was like above 30 degrees in the office and it was close to him uh, having to send us home because it was... Uh, intolerable work atmosphere, as the work safety guys would say, uh, he would pull out his air condition, quote unquote, which was this apparatus, a, a fan-like device with Chinese symbols on it. I don't know where he got it. Uh, and in the top, you would put ice cubes. <laughs> and uh, that would cool the air so significantly. <laughs> For shits and giggles, I brought a thermometer. I think the temperature went down by about one degree uh, when the thing was running for three and, and a half hours. But the dude was so stingy that he actually had like one tray of ice cubes and that was it, you know, for the rest of the day. And the ice cubes would be gone in, I don't know, less than 30 minutes. Um, but and his office, of course, was facing north. So he, he, didn't, even, uh, he didn't even get any of the, of the luck that we had out front. Uh, but yeah, um, other cool stories. I, I don't know. I guess the point I'm trying to make, uh, if anything, is that there's this thin line where saving money or being frugal becomes ridiculous and makes other people feel uncomfortable and question your sanity. Uh, you can take it from the other angle, you know, and you can say, uh, uh, out loud that, yeah, it was a shitty decision to buy a hundred thousand envelopes or a pallet or whatever it was, but I don't want to throw them in the trash because that would be bad for the environment because trees died for it. I'd buy it. You know, I'd be like, okay, go, you know, <laughs> give me the scotch tape. I'll, I'll do an extra unpaid two hours of sealing these envelopes while, uh, you know, whatever. And the same goes for the air conditioning unit. You know, it's like, yeah, we could install an air conditioner. It costs a lot of money and then the electricity and the environment. And I will be, okay, yeah, okay, got it. Go, you know, uh, it's okay. I'll sweat, sweat for the team. <laughs> and, but he wasn't like that. It was, he had just this barrage of, of, uh, I wouldn't say idiotic, but uh, it was close to looniness ideas on how to save money and he would buy books and read books on how to save more money and all this fucking time that he was investing in trying to save money uh would have been better off being there for the clients uh who were running our door and wanting to speak to the old man but he wasn't available because he was on the couch reading another how to save money book and he could have sold life insurances, which made tons of commission and whatnot. But no, you know, he had his idea that that was a good idea and whatever not. So, but in the insurance industry, obviously, there are a lot of these quirky dudes. Uh, another guy I ran across 
uh, had this, <laughs> he was totally hooked on this, these pyramid schemes, multi-level marketing outfits, uh, while, you know, the insurance industry is probably the only legal thing uh, in that, that fits in that concept. Um, but he wanted to go the extra mile and blah, and he had all of these wild ideas and all of these great plans to, uh, to sign up to, which, you know, would make so much money. And no, they never did because he was always the late subscriber. <laughs> so the sucker, uh, <laughs> that invested money and never got it back out. Uh, it was kind of depressing because the idea that he had was grand and the ambition and the passion that he put into these things, researching their credibility and, and whatnot. You know, he always came by with these reports. Oh, yeah, you have to read this, you know, look, and they have gotten creds in several major newspaper outfits and whatnot. And, you know, you did a little bit of internet research and you're like, yeah, it's a paid article. <laughs> you just got sucked in again and so on and so forth. But um, the point I'm trying to make is really that, uh, while you're trying to save money, you're not earning any, right? On the other hand, you know, you shouldn't be throwing it out the window. Uh, that's another detrimental thing to do. So, you know, you need to keep your, uh, you need to keep your, your, your sheep in the corral or is it horses or whatever. Uh, but, um, on the other hand, you know, just don't slaughter them all to, uh, to, uh, yeah, to impress people. Yeah, that's mostly what it's about. Uh, you know, in fact, while I'm talking to you, I think I'm wearing a, a five, 10, 15 euro t-shirt and, and a, I don't know, 20 euro sweatpants. Uh, because uh, number one, you're not seeing me, uh, which is a good thing. <laughs> and number two, it's like, uh, I don't give a fuck. You know, it's, it's about my personality. It's about me. It's not the way I look. So that being said, you know, there's only so much money you can save on stuff you want or need, uh, until you get to the point where your desired item will be, you know, either in some way fraudulent or discounted to a degree where it hurts people in the economy. Like imagine buying a t-shirt for $2 when the cost for the material is 190, you know, that, that itself tells an interesting story. So, you know, don't go overboard buying branded items, but make sure that everybody gets their cut, uh, when you, when you buy stuff and, you know, if you're buying appliances or, um, other good stuff, you might want to look around the corner. If there's a mom and pop operation that sells it for a few bucks more where you can go when this thing breaks. And, um, They'll fix it for you and take care of all the warranty runarounds and, and stuff. Just, you know, just, uh, uh, an interesting thing. Uh, one interesting story that comes to mind, uh, is, uh, is, uh, my dad actually quite a few years ago. Um, he, he's a, now this, this guy is a bargain hunter par excellence. Uh, he gets what he wants and he chews people's ears off until he gets it. You know, it's like with cell phone subscriptions, etc. He gets the best deals on the block. And he wanted to buy one of these fancy new Dyson battery vacuum cleaners uh, or Hoovers, as you Brits out there would say. And so he set out on this quest to, uh, to find the best price in the universe. <laughs> you know, he could have actually made a movie title out of this. So, <clears throat> sorry, he ended up finding a dealer, uh, but the dealer requested the money up front and uh, he would request the money up front only uh, via wire payment. And there was no PayPal, no credit card, so no net. Uh, 
to catch the money that was just about to be thrown out of the window. And the, the reason, by the way, is obvious. You know, the credit cards are insured. PayPal has this buyer protection program, or I don't know if they had it in the day. Um, but you're, you usually have a degree of insurance. That's what I meant by, uh, by this web, this net that you won't fall through if you get ripped off, you know, just as a, as a free freebie giveaway. <laughs> you know, if you buy anything on the internet, never do it cash up front. So anyhow, um, you're guessing right. The money was gone. Uh, the vacuum never <laughs> arrived. Uh, the police was, uh, you know, mobilized and the dude, I, I don't know what actually happened to him too long ago. Point is, um, in the same time you, uh, you invest to save, um, you can make exponentially more money, uh, by actually investing it. And no, you know, it's like, even if you're not actually investing the money in that moment that you're trying to save money, you can get knowledge about knowledgeable about investments and how to invest and what to invest in and how to diversify your portfolio this whole ordeal which i went through in vocational training and now is actually where it closes the curve uh, you know and don't want to go all into bitcoin or ethereum or whatever the uh, crypto coin of the day is um, you want to make sure that you have uh, a widely diversified portfolio because only then can you get to a degree where you, I don't know, can actually kick back and relax because otherwise you're spending 24 seven on the computer, watching stupid charts, uh, making decisions on where to invest next, not next. Now, if your, uh, portfolio is diversified enough, you don't need to do that because, uh, if one of your assets, uh, kind of goes, uh, I don't want to say down the drain, but um, uh, goes south a little bit. You don't need to worry about it. A few, few weeks, few months later, it's going to be back and it's still going to be making money. And all you felt is a little bump in the road. No, this is not investment advice. Uh, even though, I don't know if I'm still um, accredited. But uh, don't take it from me. There's other professionals out there who will gladly assist you for a fair share in what to do with your money. Uh, I'm going to tell you as always what to do with your hands, <laughs> leave them above the blanket. Uh, if you are east from me, if you are west from me, I wish you a very successful day. And in that sense, I'm going to tune out for today. Tomorrow we're going to be whining. <laughs> Well, uh, we're not going to be whining. We're going to talk about the sense of whining, whether it makes sense at all and stuff like that. Uh, interesting episode. Um, a lot of research with a lot of social experiments have been able to conduct over the years. Uh, in that sense, uh, I'm out. See you tomorrow and hang in there.